0: Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, and you're listening to my main man, Ross Volkmer. He may be a Husker, but he also knows how to rock chalk. And you're listening to the Morning Blitz right here on 1025 rock.
1: Glad you're with us here on a Monday morning, August the 28th. 7.37 Mountain, 8.37 in the Central Time Zone. Just a few more stops this week on our area high school football previews. It's been fun visiting with all the area's coaches and getting their thoughts on the upcoming season. It's time to talk a little West Coyote football with our good friend of the program. That's Brett Clough, who just kind of spent some time with us here on this Monday morning. Good morning, Coach. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: I am doing just fine. Uh, glad to have you back on. How was your summer? Was it good?
0: Fantastic. I I try to do summer to the max. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. What, I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> I try to stay away from school. Um, I have three daughters, so we get a lot of backyard whistle ball time and volleyball, and, and then I kind of turn into a little bit of a hippie. Me and my wife have a VW um, camper van that we try to just get out and, and uh, turn our cell phones off and get away.
1: So, well, that's good. I, as
0: far away from the school as I can, most days.
1: What year is the BW hippie van? Now I'm intrigued.
0: Ninety-five.
1: Oh, 95. and usually
0: every trip I have to get it worked on. So, um, but but it still gets us home.
1: Hey, that's good. Hey, I, what did you call it again? You go full send in the summer, or what did you call that? That was great. I don't think I've ever heard that I just, said before. I
0: tried to, yeah, I try to go. Summer
1: to the max. Summer you know. to the max. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now it's time to go football. Probably
0: not your typical, foot- not your typical football coach. Um, yeah, I-, I try
1: to get away. That's all right. You know, you and Mike Leach are probably the same. You know, not your typical football coaches. <laughs> uh, the great Mike Leach, RIP. But, uh, you yeah. know, you don't have to be the typical football coach to have success. Uh, that's yeah. for sure. You don't ha- You don't have to be the typical football coach. Uh, Brett Clough, our guest here on the Morning Blitz. Brett, before we even dive to. The, uh looking at a little bit at last year and then diving into this year this is going to be the first year that Keisha football is going to sanction six man six man i know you were you and chris walden and all those guys were a part of you know getting six man football going out here and to see Keisha pick it up and to now sanction it how cool is that to see something that you've started to be kind of taken over and and going to be run by the big wigs yeah it's
0: been great Um, Just really cool to kind of see the growth of it over the years, you know, kind of going back to 2015 and 2016 when it was just a few teams just trying to fill schedules and try to keep football alive at their schools. And so, yeah, Chris Walton at Shilin and and Travis Smith at Golden Plains and a few others just over the years, kind of just fighting for, um, fighting to keep football. And so, yeah, just really, I'd say rewarding um, to kind of just see it all come to fruition and uh, to see it recognized to see it grow across the state is just really cool
1: yeah to me it'd be like you know you started a company and then you sold it for a high profit even though you make no profit off of it sorry about that but it feels like that if you get what I'm saying it has that feel
0: yeah yeah just to have that ownership of it of um, and and I think one of the cool things is just as teams try six men out for their school almost maybe out of desperation or you know, always, all of us are fighting numbers over the years. And so what they tried and, you know, talk to coaches who really enjoy it, the schools kind of buy in, the kids enjoy the game. And so, um, yeah, I think, you know, something that I, I, I would say that, you know, before I got here, Mark Coles, I was, Weston was kind of the first team that had to do it. And those are hard conversations. Those are hard things that kind of dive in the deep end on your own, uh, but to now look up, what eight years later, nine years later, to you know see that it is now a sanctioned state championship is really cool.
1: Yes, very very cool. Brett clow Ken High School head football coach. Last year, a four and three season. Brett, so when you look back at last year, what stood out to you about that year? Yeah, I
0: think we, we we've been in a transition here, so so our team, our school, has kind of been in. Um, transition over the past few years you know a couple years ago we had to make a really hard decision to to actually drop out of Keisha and become what they would call an approved school Uh, and so what that did was it it took away our our chances to to compete in any sort of playoff uh, you know in all sports but specifically football I mean we weren't in a district and so uh, what I'm proud of of the, the last few teams is just their willingness to go compete without anything that they could play for, no, no, no championship, no playoffs, I'm really just going out every day just because they love football. And um, so I, I'm, I'm proud of that team and the way they played last year and um, just excited. I'm excited because that group, you know, the, the longer we go and the chance to get back into Keisha, uh, to have a chance to uh, compete in the playoffs uh, again here in the future.
1: When you look at last year and you try to look ahead to this year, I mean, do you have a good number of returners? Or are you going to be starting over fresh? Uh, what do you, when you look at this year's team, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, we're going to have a really fresh look. Um, we, we do have kids who have been in the program, but we are very young. So we have 15 kids playing football this year, which is a great number for us. And uh, 10 of those will be freshmen and sophomores. Um, we have a couple of really good juniors back that have played quite a bit and then a couple seniors one has started for several years so but when you look here uh, you know at any point this year we could have several uh freshmen and uh, two to three freshmen on the field a couple sophomores and so yeah it'll be it'll be quite different i think uh, but there, it's really exciting because some of these young players are, are really talented players
1: so how many of the young player i mean I mean, you're going to have – how many of those young guys can be relied upon to become, you know, pretty much every day, every game starters out of the gate?
0: Yeah, I would say um, we probably have one or two freshmen that, that might start or play really fast. Uh, we got another kid that is coming along on the offensive line um, that will probably mix in quite a bit. and So, yeah, at any point there could be three freshmen out there. Uh, we have a couple of really good sophom- – our, our uh, quarterback is going to be a sophomore. Um, we have a, another lineman is going to be a sophomore. Um, uh, our starting safety is going to be a sophomore. So, yeah, when we look across, we're like, holy smokes, you know. And, and it's really exciting. Uh, they are very talented. They, they, it's not out of default that they're going to be out there. But, um, you know, with that, you know there's going to be a mistake. You know it's going to be a little herky-jerky to start the season. And that's okay. We're going to be patient with them, and we are, you know, hopefully we look up at Week 5, 6, and 7, and we're playing really good football.
1: How much growth have you seen out of those young players? You know, going from freshmen to sophomores, sophomores to juniors, the guys maybe hasn't played much. How much growth have you seen or been able to see, even though there probably hasn't been a lot of in-game action?
0: Huge steps. You know, we look up some of these juniors that we have, um, you know, when you, when you get them as freshmen, they're just raw and, and really kind of, um, you know, just getting their feet wet, trying to get them some experience. But then you look up in two years, and they're going to be really reliable, good football players for us. And so that's always encouraging. You know, we, we never uh, – we always try to look at it with, with the long view uh, with freshmen and sophomores that um, their bodies are going to change, their minds are going to change, they're going to continue to get better. And, and we look up, you know, some kids – you maybe don't even think are going to play as freshmen, you know, down the road, all of a sudden you look at their juniors and, and they've changed and they're on the field. And so it's always exciting, um, you know, to to look back and see some of that growth. And that's, what's really exciting about this freshman sophomore group is is that um, they they might be playing now. And so, you know, who knows in, in one, two, three years, what they become. And so, It's always a fun process to watch these kids grow up.
1: How do you balance, you know, when you have a young guy that's kind of forced into playing the varsity spot, how do you balance on keeping their confidence up? Because you know in some games they're going to be just completely outmatched because they just aren't developed as some of the other teams are.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. It is really tough. Um, You know, we we try to put them in good spots. And, again, sometimes that's that's unavoidable when you're playing really good teams. but you know, when you have a deep team, like I feel like we do um, relying on some of those older kids to to bear the weight early, and you can kind of intermix freshmen and sophomores at the right time. Um, and, and you know, I think from a personnel standpoint, a play calling standpoint, you know, if you got a freshman running back, I, I again, uh, a really physical big team. It's not probably his best interest or our team's best interest to just run him right down the middle at uh, you know 190 200 pound linebackers. And so yeah, you know, we we have an athletic team that we try to play out in space a little bit, and so just trying to put him in good spots.
1: You know, one thing I've never really asked any six man coach, uh, Brett Clow, our guest here on the Morning Blitz, but I guess I was kind of curious. How do you guys go about? You know, some at the bigger schools, of course, you have your JV games and stuff like that, but it's hard to have those numbers sometimes to have JV stuff on a consistent basis at six-man. So, you know, how do these kids that are younger, it doesn't matter if they are juniors that are now going to finally play as seniors or freshmen moving into sophomores, how do you go about getting those kids uh, up to the game speed and things like that in the six-man program?
0: Yeah, it really is tough. Um, There are not, this might be the first year that we are actively looking for JV games. It's hard to find games. Um, You know, most teams, uh, and we've been this way too in the past where, you know, if you have 12 kids on your roster, you, you're pretty scared to throw six or seven because now a varsity kid might be playing a JV game and he goes down. and So that, it's always kind of that dynamic. But we've always, um, you know, it, in the right scenarios, we've tried to mix kids in as much as we can, whether that's in special teams, um, whether that's maybe we're up, 30 to 40 points and you know maybe we could finish the game by halftime we, we might try to rotate some guys in who um, would that maybe be jv type players just to give them that experience because we know we're not getting those jv games i so i know every team handles it differently um, but that's kind of what we've tried to do in the past
1: we're visiting with brett clow westkin high school football coach uh one more quick one for you here when you look at the schedule, like you said, your guys' the situation a little bit differently with the districts and things like with non-district games and stuff like that for you. But when you look at this year's schedule, how does it stack up in your mind?
0: We are excited. Um, and, again, just to even have a schedule because, you know, football operates a little bit differently than, than the sport. Once district starts, um, the, the state kind of releases who you're going to be playing each time. And so after week three, it was kind of a big question mark for us. Uh, what, what even games we would have. And so we have filled it out with some teams out of the southwest. We'll play uh, – so early on we'll play Golden Plains, Shilin, Western Plains. Those are league teams and teams we played for a long time. I'm excited to go, to, to go play all those teams. And then from there we just kind of pieced together a schedule. Uh, we will play Rolla in Moscow um, down from the southwest. We're going to play Deer Trail, Colorado which is, is an interesting uh, matchup for us. They, we, rolled, we went there last year, and they had almost 40 players and eight coaches uh, for a six-man football game. So that was, that was a good experience for us. I think, <laughs> I think our boys were a little shell-shocked to start the game, but it was a really good competitive game, and they were excited to play them again. And then I believe we play Pawnee um, Heights at the end. And so, again, we'll just play our eight games. Um, we'll compete like crazy. And, you know, whether we're playing for playoffs or not, I hope, you know, I tell our team at the beginning of the season, I I hope when we play teams, they don't know we're not in the playoffs because I want to be playing that hard. I want to, I want guys to be invested and, and caring about playing well and, and trying to win, whether that means uh, after game eight, we're just, we're going to pack it up. But um, yeah, just kind of that backyard football mentality of being an elementary kid and, Running out to recess with your hair on fire, um, you know. I want our kids to play like that.
1: Sorry, forty kids playing six man football with yeah. eight coaches. That that yeah. math doesn't add up in my head real good, there, Brett.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how they roll in Colorado. Um, there must not be an enrollment limit, but they might have to bring two buses to Westkin this year. Wow. And, uh, yeah. I was more impressed by the eight coaches. Uh, me and my assistant kept laughing, like, man, we're outmatched. Everything we tried to do, they had an answer for it. But, uh,
1: shoot, they, they had
0: they had more eyes than they needed out there.
1: Well, well, you know being a traveling man in your VW bus, when you go by Deer Trail, Colorado, you know how much they've grown in the last couple of years.
0: <laughs> every year, Every time I go to Denver, um, there's about 40 new houses, so yeah. I, I don't know. They might have 50 this year <laughs> on the team. That's okay. We're, you know, they can only play six, and well, our, our six will give their six, uh, you know, hopefully, all they can handle.
1: There are some 11 man programs that would take a 40 man roster right now. Oh, they would, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. a heartbeat.
0: I, I would not be, yeah, I would not be surprised if Deer Trail is playing 11 man football here soon.
1: I would be shocked if they weren't either. Uh, if they were still playing 6 men, I'd still be shocked. Um, even if they were playing eight-man, <laughs> it'd be nuts. Brett Clough, Westkin High School football coach. Brett, thank you so much for the time. Best of luck and uh, best of health to you and your guys this upcoming season. Thank you very much. Once again, Brett Clough, head football coach of Westkin High School. Uh, great to have him on and to talk about his Coyote football team, which gets uh, their season away against Golden Plains uh, here on Friday. All right, let's get to a break. and we come back, we'll wrap the show with some volleyball and a few other side notes as well. You're listening to the Morning Blitz.